Being vulnerable means being open, honest, potentially exposing your true self, even if it means revealing emotions, fears, or weaknesses. Again, that may make you feel really exposed or at risk. But this type of vulnerability is what really has people, it gives them the ability to connect with you. Yes, it does involve taking a risk. Yes, you are putting yourself in a position to be seen and heard, but in an authentic way. And I don't know about you, but I feel like people are craving that more and more. As much as I don't love the word authentic and being your true authentic self, when you are vulnerable, you allow yourself to be open to rejection, criticism, failure, feedback, which is scary, but you also open yourself up to real connections. And on social media and on Instagram, connections turn into conversations. And that's when you build the relationships that ultimately will bring you that cash money. So in today's episode, we are going to talk about how to be vulnerable with and in your brand. Okay. It's going to be a good one. Let's go. Hey, hey, it's your girl, Emmy Cornwell, Instagram biz coach and social selling expert. Welcome to the Hey, Hey, Emmy show. This is a podcast where we talk about all things that will be helpful for you and your business. Everything from Instagram tips and tricks to health hacks to relationships and definitely some Jesus. Basically, everything in between Proverbs 31 and Tupac. I am so excited to party with you in each and every episode because ain't no party like a Hey Hey Emmy party. Can I get an amen? All right, let's get into it, sister. Hey, hey, what's going on? How are you, sister girl? Welcome back to the Hey, Hey, Emmy show podcast, all things Proverbs 31 to Tupac. I am your host, Emmy Cornwell. I am so glad that you are here. I'm so glad you decided to push download. I'm so glad you decided to push play. And hopefully you have even decided to follow the show. They used to actually call it subscribe to the show. And sometimes I still catch myself saying that, but they call it follow now. So either way, if you have not followed the show, that's going to be the best way for you to never miss an episode. You're going to have those automatically downloaded into your iTunes or Spotify, whatever you are listening with, and you're never going to miss a beat which is awesome. I love that you're here. I love connecting with you. And that is one of the things that we're going to talk about today in regards to vulnerability is the connection piece. Because I think, like I said, I don't know about you, I've been craving more and more connection post-pandemic, post-COVID, especially as e-commerce and digital marketing and social media and this virtual world expands. I have been craving more human connection. Even like the introduction of virtual reality, like video games, like my nephews got that for Christmas this year. I didn't try it because I was like, that's trippy. And I don't want to, I don't know. I don't want to get nauseous. And I felt like I was going to get nauseous. And it's just weird to me. And I don't love the metaverse or universe that's virtual. I think we'll get there eventually. Um, Fun fact, I was in fourth grade, four, four, five, six class. And we had a like... I guess it was a curriculum called Future Problem Solvers. And I loved that program. That was one of the coolest programs ever because what it did is it had you think about future problems and then how to solve them. 
honestly, that is probably one of the things that I can attribute to me being a natural problem solver is probably partially, at least in the educational or information knowledge space. And even in business and sales and customer service, like no matter if it's with my online businesses or all the jobs that I've had before, right? I've done it some aspect, you know, Nordstrom's, Netflix, serving at pizza. It's there's always some type of customer aspect, especially when a human is involved. And they would give you quote unquote future problems. And I feel like we've already experienced some of the things that they had brainstormed, the people who developed the curriculum. We've already experienced those things. I mean, even things like self-checkout or I was in LA the other week and we saw the like robot machines delivering food. Sometimes I get a little bit like, "Uh, are we pushing people out? Okay. Needless to say, that's a little bit of a tangent. But what I'm getting at is the connection piece. And you can truly connect with someone when you decide to take the risk to be vulnerable. It is a risk. It absolutely 100% is a risk to put yourself out there. But if you're a business owner and you are, because you're listening to this, at some level, you already are going to have to put yourself out there anyways. So why not just rip the bandaid off? Why not just go all in? Why not stop toe dipping and just do the damn thing and get a, a bigger reward, essentially like bigger risk, bigger reward. Okay. Stop playing safe. Go big or go home, sister. Okay. So some general kind of rule of thumb that I like to say is you want to share from a place of scar, like your scars, not so much your wounds. Now that's a general rule of thumb because I think there are there is a time and a place for you to share in real time something that you're walking through and experiences an experience that's happening to you, something that you feel like would at the end of the day be beneficial, not just to share it for pity or for likes or engagement or for whatever, whatever not true authentic need. There are going to be time and place where you need to share that real time. But most of the time you want to share from your victory, from your scars, from you know, what did you learn again to help your ideal client, not you, not your ego, but to help your ideal client take one step closer to her goal. At the end of the day, any content that you share, anything that you document, I mean, everything you put online is content, right? It doesn't all have to be quote unquote curated, but anything you share is, yes, it's about you because you're the star of the show. It's your life. It's your brand that you're building. You're building a personal brand, but it's you share with the perspective and the lens of how is this going to help my ideal client? Because you are a problem solver. You are in customer service. You are in relationship building. You have a product or service that's going to solve someone's problem. And so you need to show them the steps and how you went through something that then ultimately they can. And here's the key. Are you ready for it? Relate to. Okay. So general rule of thumb, share from your scars, not your wounds, but do share. You have to share. You have to share. Now there's some caveats that I'm going to, I'm going to like, you know, kind of like money hits in regards to how to be vulnerable on Instagram and on social media when it comes to your brand. But remember, at the end of the day, perfect doesn't sell. Okay. And you're a business owner. Like I said, yes, you're helping people, but you have permission to help people and make money. They're not mutually exclusive. You're not running a charity. Most of you are not. Okay. But remember, perfect doesn't sell because it's not relatable. It's not relatable. 
if you are not relatable, people are not buying from you. If you're boring, people are not buying from you. If you have low energy, people are not buying from you. If you're fake, people are not buying from you. If you are manipulative, people aren't buying from you, at least long standing, right? Maybe you'll get some like, because there's a lot of fantasy marketer coaches out there who are making a lot of money and that's unfortunate, but that's the world we live in, right? And at the end of the day, God gave you a vision. God gave you the ability and capabilities to do what he's called you to do. And you don't, you got to keep your blinders on. That's a whole nother subject for another day. But here are some of the things that you need to share. You need to share the good and the bad. You need to share the challenges and the victories. And I'm speaking to myself. I'm always speaking to myself when I am sharing with you topics on the podcast. And that is because, you know, I'm a virgin. I'm just a little farther up the mountain, but you and I have a lot in common, sister. As my ideal client, if I'm not sharing my processes, my steps that I'm taking to get transformation to get where I want to go, because remember, you're at the you're at a different part of the mountain and you're looking up to me as your tour guide to show you the steps on how to get where I'm at while I'm on the way to get where I'm going. We're all on the journey. We're all wanting to take one step closer to where we want to go. So it's not, you know, you're worse off than I am type of thing. This is not a competition, but you have to follow in someone's footstep who's gone before you. And if the person who's ahead of you, who you're looking to be your tour guide and mentor and coach isn't sharing what they did, then that plays into the whole fantasy marketing of like, you know, here's how you do it, but I'm actually not going to tell you how to do it, which is bull, bull, like BS. <laughs> it's not helpful, right? I mean, I might tell me I'm wrong, please. Here's some money hits when it comes to being vulnerable on social media, because it is a powerful way to connect with others, build relationships. It can be revealing, right? You're going to have to reveal parts of you that may be sensitive or personal. You have to decide what's going to be the best fit for you at the end of the day. I'm not saying you have to share everything under the sun that happens in your life on social media. I don't. Are you surprised to hear that? As open of a book as I am, as you know, as much as I try to share, it's still curated content at some level because if I'm bawling uncontrollably because I'm pregnant and it's just hormones out of the blue... I'm not going to be like, oh, I got to grab my phone so I can document this, especially with crying, because then it feels like even more fake. Because again, when most people are having those types of emotions, they're not filming themselves. And we're not the Kardashians. So we don't have a film crew following us 24 seven to capture those types of moments. Now, you know me, and I would love that. <laughs> but also because I would love the comedic parts that I feel like I'm pretty funny. If you're to hang out with me, it's a good time. And I hopefully you have a good time here, but just imagine it's like 10 times more of a good time in person. I am who I am online on this podcast and in person and plenty of people can give you back that up, but I can't share everything. So I can only imagine someone who's like me, who's open to sharing things, but still can't capture it all. Who's someone who's scared, afraid, playing into limiting beliefs or whatever it is that potentially you're listening to of why you're not internally, why you're not sharing. I can only imagine it's a struggle for you. And I don't want you to struggle because I want you to be successful. And success means different things for different people. 
But you know, I'm all about making that money because when good people do good things, make good money, they do great things. And you have a call on your life that's going to require you to make an impact. And I'm sorry, but the currency of this world is finances. And we need more good people to have good money so that we can put our money where our mouth is. We can make actual change in this world. Money's not everything, but it really does help give personal options, but also make changes in the government, in politics, in your communities, in your schools, in your church. Like there's money, money helps. Okay. And I want you to have more of it. So here are some money hits to how to be vulnerable on social media. Yes. Number one, you need to be authentic. Again, you know, I have a love-hate relationship with that word, but it's just really easy for you to understand. Most people can understand the word authentic when it's described. You don't have to like give a Webster's definition. Share your authentic experiences, your thoughts, your feelings, even if it's uncomfortable or difficult to share or to express. Like what I'm going through right now in this new season, I mean, getting pregnant is not new for me, thankfully, you know, praise the Lord. But getting to this point is new for me. And every day is new. This is not just a new season. This is every day that's going to then lead into another new season. And that's every day when my my son is here. Like I am, I'm struggling with these changes and transitions. And how do I show up and serve at a level that I'm used to serving at when I don't have the energy because I'm growing a human or when I have 5 million of different appointments because I'm, again, growing a human <laughs> on top of all the other appointments and running multiple businesses and taking care of myself first and being a wife and just trying to live a healthy lifestyle overall, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, all of the things. Like There's only 24 hours in a day, but guess what? We all have 24 hours a day. Oprah had 24 hours a day. You got to be authentic first and foremost. And I'm struggling with sharing more, more specifically expressing what I'm feeling because words are, I love words. Words are important to me. I want to make sure every words that all the words I say have impact. I even recorded a podcast last week that I'm not going to release because I felt like it was just me rambling and it wasn't going to be impactful for you. And it might've been potentially because of that, because I wasn't strategic in some of my word choices, feel like you might've missed the message and then it wouldn't have landed. And again, the impact wouldn't have been there. So even if you don't know how to express yourself, you need to find some way to express yourself to maybe journal before you write something or share something online so that you can have a little bit of intentionality. And that's number two, be intentional. Choose what you are going to share and why. And think about, like I said, the impact that it's going to have on you and other people. Because that, again, it's not about us. So I'm not saying... I'm not saying procrastinate or don't share because it's not perfect. You don't have the perfect words. Please hear me on that. That's not what I'm saying. Even if I go back to the story series I did last week about sharing about this new season of preparing for birth and all of the things <laughs> like on my plate, even today, as I'm recording this, I went and worked out. I probably didn't have time to work out, but that is like a non-negotiable for me. And one of the best things I've done during this pregnancy and why I've had pretty much a very smooth pregnancy at 39. By the way, I have no stretch marks. Tiffany noticed when I was in LA last week, she's why why are you not talking about that more? Why are you not telling them it's the pudding? 
I do take some pretty good collagen, but I think there are some other things that have contributed to me not having stretch marks and feeling good during my pregnancy. Okay. Then I had to go pick up Griffey because he got neutered. He wasn't supposed to spend the night. He ended up having to spend the night. I didn't have time to pick him up. Then I'm like freaking out because I feel overwhelmed because he won't get into his like surgery suit and all this stuff. And, but I need to eat because I need to take my medicine. And then I, I have an appointment here, but I need to do a podcast because I need to get it to my editor, right? There's all these things. And then I got invited to do actually something fun tonight. And I, the part of me is like, I probably should not go. I don't have time to do that, but I'm going to go. So I didn't really feel like I expressed myself very well. And maybe not even there either. You know what I just said in that sentence here, but I didn't feel like I, in my stories expressed real, but I still, the feelings were conveyed and that's, what's going to build the relationships is the feelings part, right? It's the same with sales. People buy based off of emotion, not based off of facts. Story sell, facts tell. Here's the third thing that you need to do when you're committing to being open and vulnerable on social media is practice self-care. Take care of yourself and your mental health before and after sharing vulnerable content. You know, I do a lot of where I'm very self-aware. I do a lot of work. I do counseling. I believe in mental health. I pray I have a close relationship with God and the Holy Spirit. I go work out. There are things that I have, again, in place to help me feel better about the risk about being vulnerable. And that starts with you. It has to start with you. You know, knowing your boundaries is kind of part of that. And I would say that's number four. You have to decide what's okay and what's not okay and stick to those boundaries. Again, I don't share everything with you. Or maybe I'll share things, but I won't share all the details, right? But for the most part, I'm very intentional and strategic about what I share because you don't get to know everything about me. You get to know a lot, but you don't get to know every little thing. Now, what I do share leads us into the money hit of engaging in conversation because you're going to, by doing this, you're giving other people permission to be vulnerable as well, but you're then encouraging others to share their own experiences, perspectives, and engage in those meaningful conversations about sensitive topics. Even yesterday, I was talking about hormones and part of my hormone journey that I'm on. And hopefully you come along with me because I know I can't be the only one that has crazy hormones and period stuff and women's health issues. But I shared that we had a miscarriage in 2020, right? Like, and the more you share some of these sensitive things, you find out that you aren't alone and therein lies the connection and the relationship building and the meaningful conversations that you're going to have with people you would have never had if you didn't decide and commit to being open and vulnerable. Now you do need to be prepared for feedback it because you don't know what those people are going to say. It doesn't always mean that feedback is going to be negative or insensitive, even sometimes like good feedback. And I got really wise wisdom one time when I was sharing a difficult time that I was going through. And she said, you know, you don't owe it to anyone to respond back to their comments. There are people like, oh, I'm thinking about you or I'm praying about for you or thanks for sharing. And I love that. And I still encourage people to do that. And people will do that because you can't take that away from someone like, that's someone sharing their heart with you too. They're not, it's not pity. So at the end of the day, I love that, but know that you don't have, you're not obligated, especially if you're really walking through something like currently, 
you're not obligated to respond back to them right away or at all, really. They just wanted to let you know that they were thinking about you. I love it. Okay. And if you get to it and it feels good to you to respond back, awesome. But there's no obligation to do that. You do have to take time to process potentially some of the things that they've said. Those are money hits on how to be vulnerable with social media and your brand. You're using social media as part of your brand. Here's just some like tangible examples of what you can do. Most of the time, you're going to stick to stories when you're sharing this type of content, if you will, because your feed right is still niche specific. It's still on theme. You still have a specific topic that you're sharing of your expertise on your feed. But your stories, remember, is where you nurture that relationship. It's replicating real life where you're talking to someone on the other end, one person like they're your best friend. So you do tell your best friend the good, the bad, the ugly. You tell them the challenging parts, but you celebrate with them. You celebrate the wins and the victories and overcome it. And think about it this way too, is if you are going through a hard time and you don't share it, then it doesn't really make the victory or the overcoming or the celebration as impactful when you share it because people didn't go on the journey with you. So then it kind of just looks like, oh, look at me, look at me. Like, you know, I just got X amount of customers or I just crushed this launch at X dollars or whatever the win is. If you don't take people on the journey, they're just going to be like, okay, they're going to clap for you and be like, that's cool. They don't feel invested because they're not a part of the relationship because you didn't allow them in. So again, it's going to be a bigger risk to be vulnerable, but it's going to have a bigger reward. And it is a long game. So you want to stick usually to your stories when you're doing this. Just technically, it's going to be the best place to do it. There's more intimacy within stories. And usually when you're like not up for it, what I like to use is pictures and words. So I'll go back and use some old branding photos or old selfies that I took and kind of paint the story. Tell my story. Paint the picture of the journey because maybe I hadn't shared the the beginning parts, the first couple chapters of whatever I'm now experiencing. And so I want to give people context. I also use um like solid background colors, like my my brand colors. And I'll just kind of like write like almost like journal entries and some long format kind of like caption type of story slides because I don't want to put my face to camera. I don't want to talk or I am uncomfortable or I'm sad or you know, whatever it is, but there are ways that you can still show up and share that don't require you to get on camera. Now, would it be best to get on camera? Absolutely. And that's just another level of skill set that you'll learn when you're going through tough times of and have discernment of when that is going to be how you need to share that format. So there's no wrong way in stories to share, but don't hide either. And then go back, listen to the money hits that I shared and implement those and how to be vulnerable in your brand. I promise you, I promise, I promise you, you'll be surprised. And here's the example I'm going to leave with, you know, just something I'm going to leave you with as we're wrapping up today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode, please take a screenshot, tag me the Hey Hey Emmy. I would love to continue the conversation with you. I would love to hear what your biggest takeaway was. I would love to hear maybe you have something you feel like on your heart that you've been wanting to share, but you don't know how. Okay, let's brainstorm together, right? Like let's let's figure that out together because I'm I'm guessing that is something that if you can't shake it, needs to be shared. Right. If you have that feeling in your tummy or 
you know, those kind of butterflies that aren't like love butterflies, that means you're actually meant to share that no matter how scary it is. And so every time in the last six months where I've shared struggles, I've gotten high, high engagement. And it's not about the engagement, but it's about people reaching out and saying, I'm thinking of you or, you know, hope, hope things are okay. But also like, I even remember two people very specifically um, a couple months ago when I, when I shared what I was going through and one of them was like, you know, of course I don't want you to see you hurting or, you know, upset or going through a tough time, but like, man, I always thought you had it all together. And so it's nice to know that you're like, just like us. Right. Or, and, and because at the end of the day, if you don't control the narrative, someone else will control it for you. They will create whatever story they, they want about you if you're not open, vulnerable, and sh- honest and sharing. And that's one of the reasons why really honestly I do is because I want people to really know me. I don't want them to make anything up about me. That's not true, good or bad. I don't have it all together. Now, do I have a lot of things together and systems and habits and discipline and mental toughness? Yeah, that's because I'm 39 and I've lived a lot of life and I was an athlete and and how I was raised really helped me develop some really great skill sets to move forward despite adversity. And sometimes that can be a double-edged sword though, because I will just push through. But another person had shared too, like they felt like they were seeing a more real side of me. Not that I was being fake before, but it was relatable. I have a tendency because I am so positive. I am so disciplined and success is important to me. I do tend to forget to share some of the struggles or um, not sugarcoat them. I'm by no means sugarcoating them, but I, I want to get better at this too. I definitely want to get better at this too. So if you're with me again, let's be together. Let's do this together. Follow me on Instagram, the Hey, Hey Emmy, but you know, take a screenshot of this tag me. Let's continue the conversation. Let's support one another as we we both commit to be more more vulnerable with our brand in in hopes with the goal of helping our ideal client take one step closer to her goal and creating a legacy impact not only with ourselves and our families and our businesses and everyone in you know but the people who come into our sphere of influence through our businesses will be impacted when we show up and be vulnerable All right, sister girl, I love you so much. I hope you have the best day ever and I will see you on the next episode. If you loved this episode, I would be so honored if you would subscribe to the show. Make sure to take a screenshot, share this to your Instagram stories and tag me at HeyHeyEmmy so I can see it and we can keep the convo going. Also, if you enjoyed this podcast, please write a five-star review on iTunes. Not only will this make me super happy, but it will allow for other peeps to find our show too. Once you do that review, send me a DM on Instagram so I can hook you up with a free audit of your IG bio. The only way you can get that IG bio audit is to do the five-star Apple review. So don't forget to write your IG handle on the review so I know it's you. Okay, sister, you know what to do until we hang out together again on the next podcast party. Have the best day ever.